welcome to Animated Classified for Anime Secrets. And today we're just going to be talking about the anime we've been watching, like what we're looking forward to, any anime news that's kind of going on. Just, just a chill podcast day today. Just kind of have some fun talking about the anime we've been watching and all of that fun stuff. So I am joined today by... I am Connor, a.k.a. Hitmage, coming to you live from Seattle. I'm Miguel, a.k.a. I think I'm Miguel, coming live from Lincoln. I'm Nikki, and I'm coming live from the internet memes. <laughs> Way to keep it classy. <laughs> and I'm Rizwan, and I'm also probably coming at you live from the internet memes, given me and Nikki live in the same place. So if you have the memes and you're in the same place that I live, meaning I have to thank memes too. <laughs> Oh, and I forgot to say, I'm coming live from Austin, Texas. Yay, internet. Woohoo! Hooray, Discord. Yeah. So, Hooray, actually podcasting again after, like, <laughs> I don't know, seven months? I know. Let's, that, that's why we're, we're just kind of easing into things. We're going to have some fun, and um, there'll be more serious podcasts or, like, more in-depth podcasts, you know, in the future, but... We're just kind of, we're just kind of, we're kind of just going to chill and just enjoy ourselves. Just have a little chat about anime and just kind of loosen up. Grace and the whales. (laughs) Exactly. I want to start it off. Sure. I want to start us off. Go for it. All right. You ready? You ready for the biggest breaking thing for this podcast? Hmm. Anime is awesome. The end. Oh my gosh. Well, that's a given. (laughs) I I mean, we we wouldn't be here if it wasn't so. I have many comments on that, on that statement, but I'm not going to make them right now. So, I have been watching lately a little anime called Welcome to the Ballroom. And I'm watching it because finally Amazon has decided to take away the stupid paywall on anime and allow regular Prime users to watch anime as they please without paying extra. Yep. Yes. Screw yep. you, anime strike. Screw so, you. Yep. From what I understand, they did that with some other things. They didn't do it with the Tokusatsu channel yet, but uh, there was like an Indian movie channel or something. They did that. There were a lot of channels that got cut, and they just re-put everything into Prime. It's almost as if people didn't want to pay an additional fee on top of their Amazon Prime fee. Connor, did I seriously say Tokusatsu channel? I've heard that there is one on, uh, I don't know the name of it. Somebody said that there was one. Huh, I'm about to look into that. We confirm that later. <laughs> anyway, uh, question I had for Care or anyone that can answer this, because I'm a little behind on this bit of news. So Amazon Prime had an anime strike. How much did that cost? It was $10 extra on top of the fee that you already pay. So if you if you pay monthly, just the regular Prime, that that is also $10 a month. Which is now $12 a month. They've increased the fee just this year. So if they had kept it, imagine how much more you get. 20 bucks to get Prime in the anime channel. Correct. Exactly. So I just avoided Anime Strike. I mean, I watched one anime illegitimately just because I wanted to watch it while I was coming out that Amazon had a Bogart on. Um, I am going to watch it legally again so I can review it properly. That anime was Scum's Wish. You know, I actually pledged my mortal soul to the great Satan and actually uh, utilized my free trial 
uh, so I could watch something. But I was lucky in that I only ended up paying once because the next month after I had my payment for the first time ever, they canceled it. But uh, I watched uh, Land of the Lustrous, which was really good. That's a very, very good one. Really right. Yeah. Amazon was very lucky that they just took on all of these good, amazing shows and just kind of hid them behind this second paywall. And I'm just now getting around to some shows because of it. And I'm so glad it's gone because we're we're already paying for several streaming services to watch anime legally and, you know, support our favorite creators. Don't add any more payments on it. Yeah. Well, and I'll 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 credit Amazon this they did learn their lesson pretty quickly. I feel like maybe Netflix or Hulu, they could probably still learn a thing or two. But at the same time, Netflix is caught up in like licensing stuff. But that's well, another thing. Netflix mm. has been getting a lot of anime. Hasn't it? Well, here, here's my question about all this then. We say Netflix and Hulu have lessons to learn that Amazon had to learn. But Amazon made you pay extra for different parts of their service. Whereas... Netflix and Hulu did not. And yeah. you know, so I got flat fee for Netflix for the last however many years I've had Netflix. Hulu has mm. a tier system now as well where you yeah. pay for different channels and stuff. It's extra. Like if you want HBO, that's extra. If mm-hmm. you want certain um like movie services, that's extra. If you want live yeah. TV, that's extra. And as um, far as the lessons Netflix needs to learn, that's more with how they deliver their content. Like because I know there was a big thing about Little Witch Academia. It wasn't all released at the same time. It was kind of chopped up. It wasn't done in the right way. Whereas if you'd gotten it on Amazon or whatever, they just would have gone episode one, episode two, episode three, just done it. Yeah. Like Amazon with their <clears throat> original shows, they release things weekly, even though everything's probably already pre-recorded for the season. Like I've been watching Grand Tour and they release it like every Thursday night. So Good lord, they charge a lot of money for Hulu as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, even touch Hulu anymore. That's why I really like uh, VRV or Verve, uh, yeah. because they, I don't know if you guys have used it, uh, you know, I'm low-key plugging it, but it's a really good service uh, because it's, you know, you pay $10.99 a month, you get Funimation, you get Crunchy Roll Premium, you get Rooster Teeth, you get Drama Fever. Oh, Wow. I'd have to look into that because right now I'm just paying for Crunchyroll. And if I'm just going to pay that amount for Crunchyroll itself, I might as well yeah. pay that amount for like, you know, a decent All amount of, of content, you know? Because they're connected. Like, I think Crunchyroll launched it. Well, that's cool. So the way that all began, um, I actually read the articles on this coming oh, out. Cool. Funimation and Crunchyroll made a partnership to make this uh, service, and then others started joining it from what I understand. I didn't know Rooster Teeth was a part of it until today, but yeah. yeah. Oh, the Verve thing? Ye- ye- they... I'm sure you can tell us more yeah. about it, given your, all about the Rooster life. I'm pretty sure they've always kind of been connected, because they've always been cr- connected to Crunchyroll yeah. right after yeah. the whole Ruby thing got on Crunchyroll, so I'm sure they yeah. were just signing in on that deal and they just didn't want to release it until after it got more and more people there's one thing i'm looking forward to from rooster teeth and that's the jessica negri documentary that looks really good I, is it part of it I, I think it's already out yeah i think it's already out for me but that's because yeah. i paid for their first service i got i gotta wait like, like all the other scrubs but that's okay <laughs> 
I'm so like knee deep in like a crap ton of shows that like yeah I'm I'm never bored. I are, I always have something to watch, and that's the beauty of like just streaming nowadays. Because yeah. back back in 2006, when anime streaming was just kind of becoming a thing, and that was just people posting stuff onto YouTube, mm-hmm. it was a lot less uh, easy. <laughs> 2006. Well, back in my day, y'all were t- y'all, a lot of people were busy like with Napster, using it for music and all that stuff. But we were using stuff like uh, LimeWire to download our animes, and also like um, IRC was a really big part as well. Like going to internet relay chats, going to your little channel, clicking, uh, talking to a bot, and being like, "Hey bot, I want these files off your server, and I want them now." And then you gotta wait for a long, yep. long time because you didn't know what dial-up. Yep. And FYI, man, I remember, I remember, and this is probably gonna date me pretty severely. I remember going to a little video store in in Portland, Oregon called Movie Madness. They had like any kind of movie anywhere. If it exists in print, they had it. And I would just <clears throat> find whatever anime I could find that didn't have a Not For Kids sticker on it. And I would watch it and rent it. I didn't even know what I was watching. I never even found whole series other than like Robo. <laughs> you got like, <laughs> you felt like volume six of some anime. <laughs> There was this thing called Lock the Superpower. I'm probably the only person in my state that has heard of this anime. What is it? Lock the Superpower. It was a one-shot OVA. That kind of, of that kind of reminds me of just me finding random anime DVDs in the wild, and it's like volume five of something. Yeah. Or like when think, you go to the library, just, yeah, and like, oh, hey, it's volume four of Love Hina and Akira. There's nothing else. <laughs> like, we were just so starved. We were just like, we'll, yeah. we'll watch anything. We don't care if it's in the- one DVD I found was in a Dollar General places, and it was like the last four episodes of this series called Magical Meow Meow Taruto. And I wish just... my dollar stores had anime. Magical Meow Meow Taruto or Magical Nya Nya Taruto. Looking this up and going to watch it later. <laughs> Basically, it's just about a cat girl that acts like a cat and there's like other cat girls and they love this guy. And it's like so like late 90s anime. Oh, wow. <laughs> that <laughs> looks like... <laughs> Has anyone ever heard of a little OVA called Maps? No. This is a little thing I found in a blockbuster, actually, back in the day. It was a 1994 anime about uh, some girl who is, like, from some Star Tribe or something. I don't remember all the details. But ends up in Tokyo looking for a star map of some kind to do some, you know, typical anime destiny kind of stuff to go find something to save people and... I just remember, like, having, like, gone to Blockbuster and just having, like, seen this and being like, all right, what am I looking at here? Because <laughs> this? this is, like, after I got into anime. It's like, oh, um, maybe, like, late 90s, early 2000s, I began, I, I found this thing. And it was quite an interesting time because I think I only found half of it. I only found, like, part one. Because the other people had borrowed part two. So I had to wait, like, a few weeks to get part two. Luckily, I, it was part one. I got not part two, or else I'm kind of screwed. Yeah. 
But I have to say, uh, I'm going to date myself here, Connor. And I think I beat you on that. But um, we've come a long way from the days of recording copies of VHS tapes and giving to your friends to watch some. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think I still have an old Kimogure Orange Road bootleg floating around somewhere. I didn't really practice the bootleg stuff from like VHS, but I do remember like all the early days on the internet trying to watch your anime stuff or like get your anime yeah. fix. Yeah, I, like, I used to download just mass quantities of Naruto and like other, watch them on my computer when my internet access ran out and stuff and just, just binge that way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I mean, I, I'm not as dated as recording stuff on tapes and exchanging things with people, but. Um, so here's the bad part of all this. We had to like go through so much to get our anime fix and we didn't, quite understand what was going on but like now kids can just like click a button and they have more anime available to them in one season than we had available in like 10 years they don't know the struggle man and like i feel like people just judge things so much easier now because we have so much information ready readily available as to us like we're like like me and connor said we we're watching like volume five of some random anime because we're just so starved for anime and that's what we could find you know back in my day I feel so bad for y'all. We had to go down to the archer and pick our anime from and bring it home while you couldn't watch it. Oh, you had to run it through a churn and make a butter out of it first. You see, I feel so bad for y'all because, like, as much, like, I'm as old as, I think I'm just a little bit younger than everybody here in the thing like if we do like aging i think i'm the youngest but i grew up watching anime on youtube in the seventy thousand part series for oh. one episode oh i remember that too that's a really distinct <laughs> time and that's also kind of like that also describes like okay cool so we had it digitally but we still didn't quite have like the best delivery system yet like we had yeah. limits and i remember watching stuff on youtube and it'd be like what a episode 100 part one and then there'd be part three but no part two and i'm like where the like shit listen that, that, that part two is where you had to one. click on their youtube channel and find it through there that's how they got <laughs> did you see the latest episode yeah, it was pretty good, but they had to like they had to like put in thirty seconds of a black cut at one point. Oh yeah, mine had Portuguese hard subs. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, <laughs> tranquilo, Sasuke. A <laughs> <laughs> so real quick history lesson on me as like when I began my anime fandom, which also indirectly leads to anime secrets in a way, like the beginning of it all. So. I started out like back in seventh grade, um, like wanting to learn to make websites because I saw like all these cool looking fan sites for like Dragon Ball Z. I was like, I want to make one. So I learned to make my little HTML. I learned how to do all that, you know, basic stuff that now I'm, I just laugh at because God, what was wrong with me? But I made the website called Rizwan's Amazing Dragon Ball Z Palace. And it was. <laughs> It was. This is amazing. It was oh, reminds me. Rizwan. We need a Rizwan. What was it called again? Rizwan. No longer there. It's gone. Ah. 
Rizwan's Amazing Dragon Ball Z Palace. Yes. <laughs> that was the thing I had. And, like, back in this era, like, back when the internet was this young, where you had, like, things like Angel Fire, GeoCities. Oh, yes. oh man, GeoCities. Like, I'm talking, like, this this old. Like, I was probably, like, again, 7th grade. So you did the math and figure out how old I could have been back then, because I don't know how old you are when you're in 7th grade. Uh, I was uh, like, I was like 11, 11 okay. or 12. I was like 10. I was like making this really bomb ass like website for Dragon Ball Z stuff. And I was like <laughs> looking at other websites online. And at that time, we didn't even have like YouTube. So I go watch parts of uh, your anime on. All we had was like, hey, here's this really cool thing from the future of an anime you're following, like in the case of Dragon Ball Z. So like, you would get text descriptions of, okay, so Goku will meet up with this dude named Trunks, who's the future son of Vegeta and Bulma. And I, I would read them like, what? That's good. Wait, what? Because at that point, Vegeta hated everyone. So I, I like ran to school the next day, like, guys, you'll never believe it. And around that same time, like on the websites, they would have like 20 second clips of just random scenes from like, like all the different anime stuff so like you'd see like little snippets here and there and you had to like piece it together to get a decent idea of what's going on but you couldn't because there wasn't many clips out there because you were oh, limited wow. by so much stuff like you couldn't even like see more than like 20 30 seconds or something but that was like you would hoard that like i had like a, a whole hard drive just full of <laughs> clips like Sailor Moon. Were you were you using like a little video editor to try and piece them together? Video editors, dude. You're you're you're. Windows Movie Maker. Come on, Windows Maker. I think Windows Movie Maker existed back then. I'm dead serious. Windows 3D Movie Maker existed. Was this like Windows 95, Windows 2000 era? Yeah, like 98. Yeah, so Windows. Like, this was legitimate me back in 1998 with Windows 98 coming out. So there wasn't much out there. So yeah, Windows Movie Maker didn't internet. exist till 2000. Yeah, it, it existed on XP. I remember like, that. People would say, "Holy crap, we have like this thousand-dollar piece of video editing software we're using to make like AMVs," and I'm looking at them like, "How do you get them?" They're like, "Oh, we hacked it." And me being naive back then, like, "Oh." I'm not going to try and figure that out. That just sounds way complicated and illegal. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go do two soon. <laughs> so, yeah, like. Oh, no. man. We we went off way tangent on just, like, yeah. <laughs> the ways we like, would try to obtain anime. I feel like that's for every podcast I'm involved in. It just goes off tangent so badly. But, I, hey, it's a cool bit of info. PSA, kids, because of the magic of the internet and streaming and stuff support your creators legally we were kind of forced into this corner yes. back then yeah. and we didn't know any better well this was during a time where like there were things that you couldn't watch because it wasn't going to be on tv and they weren't selling the dvds exactly Sunco's video yeah they so we relied like... on the internet oh, yeah. to get yeah. that because it wasn't licensed or being distributed in our country legally we had to, we were backed into this corner of okay, I really want to see this because it looks really cool, but I'm gonna have to do things kind of shadily <laughs> to to accomplish that. Or hey guys, even if you did buy all this stuff legally, more than half the time there were doubles of a certain CD, and you could never get 
the original not doubled of that CD yeah. if you bought an entire season of it. I had that happen to me several times back in the day where I'd buy the entire like complete series of something and then whenever I finally opened it up and started playing them all to like binge watch it there were like several times where I got several of one DVD. Why do I have three disc twos? Yeah. <laughs> the labels yeah. were all different. Yeah. Like they were labeled disc one, disc two, disc three, but you had like three disc twos or something like that. No, no. Sometimes oh, it was still <laughs> same labeled. They just... <laughs> and then whenever you tried to return it and you were trying to sit there and go like, can I have a new one? Because obviously this one like messed up. They're like, oh no, all of them are like that. Uh, and you're just I'd like... I'd be like, hey, open one up okay. and let's fight right now. <laughs> Like, are all of them just missing that certain DVD? Or is there one that has two of that one? Because, like, I will, like, trade with that person to get the thing I need. Or sometimes Japan would have OVAs or special episodes that would not get released in America. So we wouldn't be missing out on some content with oh, our favorite yeah. characters. Because it might just be a little too fanservice-y for American Eye. <laughs> so... There was like a store called Suncoast back in the Gap. Uh, I'm sorry. I remember Suncoast. It just went under like a couple years ago, actually. Suncoast did. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't have Suncoast since like. There was a Suncoast in the mall of the city I previously lived in before Austin. I'm not going to say which one it was. And it closed down like literally like in 2013. Like That might just... have been the last Suncoast in the world. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple that I've seen that are like franchises or private franchises. Yeah. Uh, and the person's just like, yo, I'm going to buy the building. I'm I just feel like there's it. maybe like two blockbusters in the world now. <laughs> oh, they have some great Twitter feeds as well. Yep. But uh, no, so some posts have like. It's okay, guys. Blockbusters <laughs> are going to come back with the new. <laughs> what is it? Um, what was that thing? Find thing. The, Netflix. The, the internet thing. thing. YouTube. No, the 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 thing. Netflix. No. Torrent. The thing. No, the thing that we're having to pass through Congress right oh, now to tell them not to do the thing. How? Yeah. <laughs> because if they don't allow net neutrality anymore, we're gonna have to go to Blockbuster because no, no, no. we can't that watch my Netflix. Question. My question was, how do you forget the name of net neutrality? Oh. <laughs> it's Monday. Just let it uh, It's Monday. <laughs> I I work for yeah, jobs, Riz. There is a show that I started. It's pretty cool. Uh, Basilisk. Have you have you guys heard about a uh, basilisk? Here, I've got my verve queue open. Yes, basilisk I've, can be Oka Ninja Scrolls. I've heard of I've the heard name, of it, but I haven't seen it. So, basilisk is it started as a manga a while ago. This is kind of a reboot sort of thing, a different story. There was an anime before, a couple of like ten years ago. Maybe. The basic general thing it it goes on the old Japanese legend of the Iga and the Koga Ninjas two rival ninja clans so they're having a war and during this war there's a, a succession battle for which will be the one ninja clan to serve the shogun and this war has been going on for three generations between the iga and the 
Koga. And it's really cool because there's these fast, crazy fights with these wild looking characters. With all, if, if anyone's ever seen Ninja Scroll, you might know what I'm talking about. Just these weird, like, there's like an old dude with a big forehead and he's got these weird powers. And then there's a guy with his eyes can float outside of his head. That and sounds weird. Like, everyone's <laughs> just running around having this crazy, this all, all in the first episode, there's this big, really well done, like free for all fight. Just all these people with crazy powers coming in. And uh, I guess in the middle of it all, there's kind of a, uh, a Romeo and Juliet sort of thing. There's a girl from one clan and a guy from another, and they're kind of destined to fall in love, but, Nobody knows how if if they'll ever be able to be together because of this vicious war around them. And, you know, I've only seen the first episode so far, but it's pretty visually striking. I guess there's kind of some political stuff going on with the, the shoguns and the lords that serve them and how the ninjas are going to influence them. And so it'll be really cool to see it. I highly recommend it if you want like a just a real crazy fun action show. Wow, that does sound crazy. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Connor. Absolutely. So I started falling down this rabbit hole of watching new stuff this season in anime. Mm-hmm. And I have not gotten past episode one of anything I've watched yet. So forgive me if my descriptions are a bit outdated from what's on episode three or four right now. I started watching it on a whim more so because it just seemed cool from the little animation ad they had for it. It's from the creators of Gurren Lagann at yeah. Studio Trigger, so you know yeah, it's was, gonna be crazy and, and great and the animation's <laughs> gonna be amazing. Yes. I do so, wanna see it really badly. <laughs> here's the official Rizwan explanation of episode one of Darling in the Franks. Now oh, it's, this, this is official. Completely. Okay. This may change completely in episode two, but this is what I'm getting from it so far. Uh-huh. So, you take Pacific Rim, all right? Okay. This is good. You take Elf and Lead. Uh, okay. You, you put them together. Okay. You mix them up, and, and you have an anime. So oh, they're yeah. fighting giant kaiju girls who shoot lasers? So, okay. <laughs> I wish, but no. So they have the same idea of a, bo- um, a male and a female controlling a giant robot. Okay. But in Instagram, you can have like the same sex, but it didn't really matter. But in this one, it has to be one male, one female. And one of the females in the first episode, I, I just can't get the image of Elf and Lead out of my head whenever I see her on screen because she's just that aesthetic. And she has that certain creepy style to her, but there has not been lots and lots of gore yet. Hmm. So I'm waiting for gore. I'm definitely intrigued. I don't know if it's gonna go the gore route, just because um, Gurren Lagann's creator, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hear the pink-haired girl is pretty rough around the edges, but um... yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> she's rough around the edges, but she's also um quite interesting, and in my opinion, she has a lot more going on than what I've seen already, which is basically her being this really quirky. Um, lonely person. Well, isn't the premise like they're both kind of rejects that haven't found partners, so they partner up together? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah basically. And um, they basically have to make this work, and they're, like, really mismatched at the moment. Yeah, it, it's just really weird that the first time they meet, Homeboy is just walking in the forest, comes across a lake, sees her skinny dipping in the lake, and is trying oh so hard to avoid, like, looking at her. But she gets out of the lake and she's like, what? Okay. And just starts talking to him and starts getting dressed no care in the world. And I, I was just sitting there like, okay, is this going to be like one of those animes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell what's going to happen here. I definitely want to give it a watch. Like, I'm really intrigued by it. And, and yeah. I love I love everything that Studio Trigger puts out. So they yeah, just I knock mean, it out of the park with each anime they, they come out with. I mean, I have not seen all of My Hero Academia. Not, no, not that one. Uh, Little Witch Academia. That, there you go. That's we, were, we were kind of pre-talking earlier and somebody got that mixed. I think it was Nikki. <laughs> Wait, Nikki, you pulled a Riz one? Yep. <laughs> yeah, she but, did no, it first. No, you pulled a so. me. <laughs> you just weren't in the call yet. I, I pulled a Nikki. And got it. <laughs> Yeah, she did. The, she did. She did the same thing earlier. <laughs> Mixed them well, up. I, <clears throat> I have. I thought you could see through my webcam because I was just <laughs> dabbing, <laughs> and I thought you said she's just. And I just heard you stopping, and I was like, "Is she seeing me through my webcam?" And she's I'm about totally to comment on the fact that I'm dabbing. Right now, I'm spying on all of you through your webcams. Like I'm Maybe. the N- I am the NSA. You better watch it. Be the government is watching you, camp. watching anime. They know who you think the best. Kara, all, Kara, I hope they don't all. think my shit is taste. I'm so glad my webcam's on a laptop that's closed all the time because I have a docking station now, so Kara can't spy on me. <laughs> huh. My webcam isn't even plugged in. My, my external yeah. webcams aren't plugged in either. Mine is plugged in, but it's facing the wall. That's lovely. Well, I ha- I when I use it, I have to hook it onto my monitor, but it just ends up being in the way if it stays on top of my monitor. So I, I, yeah. I put it on top of my tower and faces <laughs> faces the wall. Um, but anyways, um, I've been really into I the show I finished last season was Recovery of an MMO Junkie, and that was like the cutest show I've seen in a while. It's just basically two 30-year-old virgins that are just very, very awkward. Um, They meet in an MMO, and they somehow coincidentally run into each other in real life as well. But they don't know who each other are in the game or in real life. They don't know that they're the same people. And they're also playing opposite genders. So the girl in the anime is playing a guy in the MMO, and the guy in the anime is playing a, a girl in the MMO. So they're both kind of caught in this, like, who's who and eventually they figure you know eventually of course they're going to figure it out but it's just really cute to interact and be awkward with each other and you know grow this bond together and i highly recommend it if into gaming and just kind of into that culture and just want something cute and lighthearted to watch i totally i totally ship them like they're so cute together (laughs) (laughs) i've been looking for another one of those shows because the last one of those cute fun romantic comedy shows i got to watch was uh my love story and that was a while ago oh that one's really cute i love that one it's one of my favorites takeo guda is like what and what every guy should be 
Like he's just so sweet. Just a big old, yes. big old teddy bear. bear of him. <laughs> big old teddy bear. Yeah. That's a good show. Take notes, guys. Takeo Guda, my love story. That's what the ladies like. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, Still noted. Um, and another show that I've been watching, um, and that is kind of wild. I've seen the first like few episodes. Um, this is another one that that was locked behind Amazon's paywall, but now is available to anyone who has Prime. It's called recreators and basically how this show got made was i'm pretty well the people who created this show just sat down in a boardroom and said okay what would happen if everybody's favorite anime characters from different genres and like video game characters from different genres just came together in the real world and interacted with each other what is this called it's called recreators so basically the premise is um the people who create anime and like video stuff they're actually creating these worlds and creating these separate universes parallel to our world that these characters reside in and they're actually living and somehow they get into our world which is the god world that created them so in in our world of course they're just anime characters and video game characters and stuff but they actually exist Mm -hmm. on a separate plane like they they come into being because someone thought of them in on earth and they somehow come into our world and meet their creators and interact with each other and stuff and it's just it's just crazy how they kind of play with the the universes in each world uh and how they kind of apply on earth together like one magic there's like a magical girl that appears and she she's fighting kind of the main character that's kind of like the typical fantasy heroine type character you know she's a knight so she knows how to take a beating um she knows how to fight and this magical girl's just throwing these huge laser beams from her wand, just blowing up buildings. And she knocks her into the knocks the night girl into the ground and like causes her to bleed and stuff. And she just acts all shocked and scared because she's like, in my world, nobody bleeds. And I just love like little touches like that. Like, like how their worlds are kind of different. The the laws of the universes are different because of how they were created and they just kind of they're just kind of in this shock of being in the real world, you know, and it's, I just love it. It's, it's really cool. Um, I definitely recommend checking it out, especially if you just love anime and video games in general, because just seeing these characters react and like to each other and, you know, fight each other and just interact with the real world is just really cool. Like it kind of makes me, <laughs> it kind of makes me wish that, that it happened, happened in real life because it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah that was that's my long tangent but yeah check out recreator i'm definitely going to be watching more of it but so far it's just been a wild ride <laughs> so i'm totally looking at the list of stuff on this amazon service now you should check out welcome to the ballroom welcome to the ballroom is legit <laughs> it is it was just a show me and my friends just picked up watching and we don't know what drew us into it but it was weird like a group of like five six guys getting hyped over a competitive ballroom anime hey it happens man it but welcome to the ballroom is just great love the main character kind of doesn't even just kind of finds himself into that situation of getting into dance finds out he likes it 
and There's... actually seeing a sports anime where like you could tell the main hero is a little bit talented but he's not winning everything which unfortunately most sports animes tend to fall into that trope yeah they tend to end up being op and just kind of beating pros that have been practicing for years for years right. and that's just not realistic right and this one it's like showing like hey there are some obstacles you may have to overcome and you may not be able to do it right away and there was a part in the uh later on in the show where you know the main guy and his partner they think his partner thinks they do great and then it turns out like uh they lo- I think they came in second and they were beaten out by someone else and they were just like listing all the faults with them and it's like oh yeah we still need a lot of work to get done so check out welcome to the bottom it's great the way they draw their necks though is still a little bit weird so i i was a little weirded by the necks as well they draw them really long and Blender, but it's actually a stylistic choice because in ball competitive ballroom dancing a long slender neck is what's desired it's what's the most expressive so the animators felt stylistically that they wanted to express that so they made the necks that way and i kind of dig it <laughs> when i you know when I, really... I i can i can give a lot of credit to a creative choice like that it's I and it is still weird. only production IG could think of something like that because production IG does the animation and they just their attention to detail on some of that stuff is like out of this world. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I, I recommend it too. I second Miguel's uh, recommendation. It's it's a great show. It really draws you in and you know you you root for the character. You know he has raw talent, but he's not like the end all be all. Like he has a lot. Of to do and a lot of things to overcome and i like watching that struggle i don't like seeing people be successful right away i like seeing that glimpse of what they can be and see them you know fulfill that potential and i think welcome to the ballroom fits that perfectly so it's all, about the, it's all about it's all about the climb guys mm-hmm. make them gains <laughs> for sure sure what have you been watching, Nikki? <laughs> Me sitting here like I'm trash and I've been <laughs> watching Baruto. <laughs> so Hey. Hey, they're finally too past hard. the ninja school and they're actually going on Ganon missions now. I was gonna say, before y'all judge me too hard, I was a super fan of Naruto, like super back in the day. And as much as a lot of people hated the first part, that kind of stuff, I always enjoyed the first parts of the Naruto series more than I enjoyed the later half with the more action-y stuff, because I just liked the storyline of Naruto, not so much like watching cool fight scenes. So wanted to know what was going to happen with the characters, what their backstories were and stuff. I didn't really care about like the giant jitsu scenes or anything like that. I thought the world building was neat and I wanted to learn more about so like what is this ninja where are they? What's the world like outside of these ninja clans? Like what's like what's what's going on in this place and and like you have to give Kishimoto sensei yeah. credit. 
well, he did he did a really good job of expanding the universe so yeah. much that there's just so much lore and history. I haven't gone through it uh, in a very long time. I suppose now is probably a decent time, and there's probably guides on what to skip and what. Um, there definitely is. Honestly, I just I got cliff notes of what happened in the Great Ninja War while it was going on, and then after. It came out, so I got cliff notes of that, yeah. so I never really watched all of it. Um, except for the characters' backstories that I really loved, like Kabuto and stuff. So I like I read and watched those, and I got cliff notes for other stuff. And then I watched the last movie, which was like, It's a Great Day <laughs> oh, for yeah, a I Wedding. That. So that basically led up into the Baruto series. And I just started back in Baruto because they kind of... Baruto is its own little entity where you have to know generally... You have to know the Naruto series and you have to know it from, like, the first show. Because it very, it very parallels the first show in the very... <laughs> in the weird episodes and stuff like that. But he definitely did better with this show because... Instead of just focusing on just Baruto, he has entire arcs for almost every yeah, side Sarada character. The arc was really good that they did earlier in the in uh, 2017, or I guess later in 2017, but a few months ago. Uh, that was actually really well, and then they even gave Sakura a nice fight scene during that as well. Wait, if Sakura got actual character development? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I read the manga for yeah. the Sarada, and I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. They... they uh, they did Sakura's fight justice. Like, ooh, man, that was pretty to look at. And the anime pretty much follows the manga so closely. But yeah, and a lot of the characters, you can kind of feel like, oh, these are just this character, and this is just the same character as this. So you can kind of, it's kind of predictable, but it's also that enjoyable kind of predictable of, oh, this is the same Naruto I ever know, I've always known, and it's kind of like this weird nostalgia well, feeling really for cool. me. Yeah, I mean, I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've never really had. I've you know, I I watched what happened with me and Naruto is the same thing. What happened with me and Bleach and me and One Piece? It was like I, you know, I it was in those early days, when, so it was kind of tough to keep up with, and then eventually. It started running really, really long. I didn't really have the time for it, and now it's like, oh, there's so many episodes. Maybe I should just look up what happens next or something. I don't. There's know. so much filler too in those series. Yeah, and like, and and so I've all I I really I love Naruto. I I was one of those dorky kids who ran around the. I had, did you, you have the headband as well? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I will, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if, you, if you're doing the running, you got to get the headband to go with it. Yeah. I had a Naruto Commit headband. Commit 100%. Oh, yeah. I had a Naruto headband. It was amazing. <laughs> to it. I had one too. I love how I was like, I was the biggest Naruto weave, and I did none of this stuff, and I'm the one still watching Sarah Naruto. Was a huge like... <laughs> Naruto fan when I first met her. Oh, yeah. Like, now, Naruto Grant was is one of the. One of Granted, the this phase of mine exhausted approximately. <laughs> yeah, like Naruto was one of the first anime I watched outside of the stuff that aired on TV in the 90s that I picked up on, like Digimon, Sailor Moon, Card Captors, Pokemon. Yeah. 
uh, Monster Rancher, all of those. Like, Naruto was kind of the first one that I picked up and just kind of watched from start to finish. And it was kind of the first big, like, long-running anime I got into, so. (laughs) Well, that's kind of the thing. Naruto was the first anime to come back out in America on more of a daytime series. Where versus, like, because every other show pretty much was the more of a 90s or early 2000s, like Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, all that stuff. But Naruto came out, like, sure, early 2000s, but it came out, yeah. like, 2005 in area. I believe. That's when it first started, the manga first started running. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, major... Cartoon Network, which was, I know, I don't know, that's how I got introduced to it, was Cartoon Network on daytime TV right after Bin Tin. Like, I know exactly how yeah, I got introduced, I got introduced to Naruto. I to Naruto, actually, via the manga in Shonen Jump, and um, they just kind of were like, oh, hey, there's an anime on Cartoon Network, you guys should watch it. So I started watching it, and... Um, then I was like, well, wait a minute. I could just watch this in Japanese and know what happens next and not have to wait so freaking long for it. You don't have to, to wait a America. week for an episode. Exactly. I could just binge that crap. So I just ended up watching the Japanese version. And yeah, so many good openings and endings in Naruto. Oh my gosh. Because I know my friends introduced me to that like around 03. And yeah. it was in Japanese and subtitles, but they're like, you should watch this. I'm like, I don't have a computer at home to watch this, guys. <laughs> Gotta watch this at the library, two episodes <laughs> at a time. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to like, go find all the YouTube videos, put them in order, then watch them and realize he's missing part five and seven. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The struggle. We've come, we've come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> we've come full circle. But anyway, yeah, like. Barto, as much as it's like really campy and all that stuff, it's really enjoyable. But for like non-campy series that I've been watching, oh my god, what have I been watching that isn't campy? Oh, everything I watch is like campy because I watch anime to be like campy and fun Ugly. and just happy. <clears throat> of it, like either I watch really sad animes that will rip your heart out. Or I watch like really campy or bad anime like just because I want to enjoy myself in life. <laughs> there's there's one anime I watch um, to test my emotions, and that's this is a sad anime that will rip, that will rip your heart out. Clannad. Oh. That is the anime oh, no. I watch to find out if I still oh. have feelings, and I find out that yes, I do still have feelings. <laughs> Whenever I want to relive feelings, I rewatch the ending to Your Lie in April and just lay down and cry. I haven't oh. seen that yet. All the final episodes of After Story and Clannad, that like just episode after episode, it's just a punch to the gut over and over again, like just constant crying. Like I just rewatch Katori's. I just rewatch her monologue to him and how he responds to her letter, and I just sit down. <laughs> Try not to cry and then cry a lot. So Nick, I'm gonna come over to your place. We're gonna watch this season. I've never seen it. Oh no, you don't. You don't. I don't what? Oh no. Oh no. I I've never seen your line, April, but I want to see Riz cry. <laughs> you know what? Me too. 
Um, actually, I have this great service that I'll hook y'all up with later, so then it doesn't sound. Yeah, okay. I was okay, gonna say so, so it doesn't sound like an advertisement. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> friends of mine. I'm not gonna say who they are. No. Thank God, not me. Me. Decided it was a great idea this past weekend. Dude, get on Rabbit, put on the Death Note Netflix movie, and watch it <gasps> while getting no. increasingly more and Who would more do this to you? drunk. That was um, me and Miguel. That sounds like a great idea. Whoever thought of that is probably a genius. <laughs> y'all don't love yourselves. My friends and I tried to play the um, How Long Could You Last in the Death Note series, like the Death Note movie. I didn't even get it past maybe five minutes. The moment he got beat up, I was just so happy. Oh, but you I missed left. like the greatest like... scream in movie history. No, I saw that because I saw that meme. Like I saw just that part floating around on Tumblr. So I was like, I'm going to watch this. And that was the funniest. It was so bad. Me and Miguel, me and Miguel drank to ladder decapitations. Oh, man. <laughs> we drank to a lot of things. I have no recollection of what you're talking about. I did because I didn't drink. I have no recollection of what you're talking about. I'll remind you later on, Miguel. Okay. So how are you doing, Miguel? Back to animes we've been watching. Oh, Who's by the way, speaking of... Epic. Yes! Man, that is... That is a trip to watch every time. Pop Team it? Epic. Oh, yes. One of my absolute favorites. Love that show. This is a oh, new show that's out this season, and it's based yeah. on a gag manga that was just full of so many inside jokes to anime fans. It just blew mm -hmm. up in Japan. Now it's an anime, and like literally it is the biggest F you and I love you to anime fandom. And I but love it so much. If you like anime even a little bit, it's great. Like, you're probably not going to get all of the joke inside jokes, but you will get You will get a lot of, of them. And they just don't <laughs> limit themselves to anime. There's movies, games. Like, it's... It is a fun show to watch. I, and think, it... I think my favorite moment, and this is in the first episode, it's not spoiling much, is the Skyrim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Skyrim oh, yeah, one was good. Little... <laughs> I like the Pokemon one a lot. I really like the fact that there's there will all of a sudden be like, oh well, this part's animated like crap and looks really weird and ugly, and then this part's like really beautifully high quality done like stop motion animation. Mm -hmm. yeah, like they, they you can the tell wall. they put a lot of care into it. They spent <laughs> Oh my god, and like another part that was just so cool was when they were in that uh, in that uh, voiceover scene where they were, you know, voicing the rough cut of an anime. Oh, yeah. And it just cuts to them in the voice booth. And then there's this Sadako ghost girl in the corner. In the corner. And it's like, did you catch that? And then it keeps zooming in on her until you see the two girls again. <laughs> it just, they're, they're in the corner under, under, under something. <laughs> 
it's just parodying those, you know, prank videos where a ghost appears and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and all those ghost videos. Dear it was God, great. This is real. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not making this up? No, like, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm done here. Yeah, you should. Are you sold? Because you, you should be sold. You should watch I, this. I don't know if sold is the right word. Oh, well. I think the right word is confused. Oh, and well, trust me, when you watch the show, it won't be any better, but you'll be watching <laughs> episodes two, three, four, and next thing you know, you'll be waiting for episode five just to come out, just to see oh, what Lord. what wacky things they're going to do next. Miguel, you're not helping me. I am not here to help you, Riz. Miguel is here to sell you on an addiction. This is this is a way of life now. Oh god. It is. <laughs> and listen, addiction isn't a bad thing. Addiction could be a good thing sometimes. Like watching And they're full they're they're full twenty-four minute episodes too? What? I thought it was like a you know, one of those so long episode things they do they're 10 so, minutes a piece well the, the episodes are 10 minutes but there are two versions of each episode and they put them in one episode mm-hmm. so there's good there's a version with female voice actors and a version with male voice actors playing the main characters and, and each one movie, each one has different jokes and uh mm-hmm. punchlines so okay. yep <laughs> You should watch it. It's great. Oh god, you're gonna make me watch this now. Oh yeah, we are. We should it's... rabbit this to be honest, because it's an anime that needs to it's like should be shared. Like, oh absolutely watched in a group. So what you're telling me is we should rabbit it and possibly put on Twitch if it's not illegal. It's it's illegal. Dang it. <laughs> it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pop Team Epic Epic is just <laughs> it's special. <laughs> It's yes. quite possibly my favorite thing that I started watching this, but I have more stuff to watch. Dude, I have so much anime to catch up on. Given my last yeah. year and a half, of my life has not been on anime as much because of graduate school. Oh yeah, that's big. Uh, I'm still in graduate school. I'm actually working on a thesis now, but I'm trying to make my life more accessible for my fandom so I don't go crazy and lose my mind. Yeah. Well, hey man, just keep at it. We believe in you. Fighting. That's more people that believe in him than I thought earlier because I don't believe in myself. Aww. Don't believe in yourself, Riz. Believe, believe in the me. Believe in the me. You. Believe in me. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is the drill that will pierce the heaven. Sweet. There you go. I recently watched all of Jojo's Bizarre Adventures. Ooh, yeah. one of my personal favorites. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So I binged it all in like two and a half weeks because my friend told me to and I listened to my friend way more than I probably said at some point and I, I, I absolutely loved it so we're going to try and podcast it at some point really soon uh, probably get McGill, Connor myself and their guy named Drew on here and we'll try and podcast it up absolutely nice Nice, nice. Very I nice. Support this because it's more nice. Give me more content, my pretties. Hey, you make some content too. I will. Good. Anyway, that was my quick heads up on what's going to come in the future. I absolutely love Jojo's. 
I'm phenomenal. They make a part five anime. They will. Uh, they well, did you, you hear, have to? Did you hear about what was recently done? There was a trademark filed. Yeah, I saw on it on part yesterday. Five logo. And you also have to remember that uh, Studio Dave is a company that does it. They need this break. They have been well, and they've said we want it. We will do it. We just need the funding. Yeah, and they just kind of need a break because they they just kept working through part four and took no break whatsoever when they were doing that. Well, and I want them to take as much time as they need to make a good because they did so well with part. I was blown away by part four. Part four is honestly some of my favorite. It's I I love that story. I was okay, always boys. big into part three. Okay, but... boys, you guys can do this in a separate podcast. Yes, let's save that for Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> like you, we so, want so, some so, content. So. Let's let's save that for that. Oh, we will give you content for the socials. We may actually do <laughs> like multiple podcasts on this because it'll take that much to talk about it. Yep. So Nikki, I heard you mention that you wanted yeah. to talk more about anime you've been watching. I, like I said, I watch trash anime, and there's a trash anime that's actually turned out pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I pretty like it. It's called oh, A Sister Is All no. You Need. And at this. first glance, no, at first glance, it's like, oh no, one of those another animes where the guy falls in <laughs> love with his sister, <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. But that's not what this is. Like, it's not that whatsoever. It's a story about a manga writer in Japan and, like, his life as a manga writer. And it's great. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's just, like, everyone makes fun of him because he has this little sister interest. And they're like, if you actually had a little sister, you wouldn't feel this way at all. <laughs> um, and then they go more into the fact of your writing can affect people's emotions. And it's a very good look into the world around mm -hmm. you and stuff like that. Because it shows like how even big, supposed to be great things for you can just make you anxious and sad and depressed. Um, and then there's stuff that it's like, oh, these tiny little things that probably shouldn't make you nearly as happy as you as you would think makes you the happiest person. So I'd really recommend it for people who are like trying to work out becoming an adult in life and having kind of like a struggle thinking you're alone in the world and that no one else is feeling the same way of having to learn how to be an adult it's really good for one of those type of sit downs you're not you're not alone look how everybody else has it like whenever you're an adult it's not what they it's not what american media taught you basically are we all really adults cuz i still feel like i need an adult and i'm 24 i need an adult and i'm 30 yeah <laughs> Yeah, same here. I'm like, I'm 30, and I'm like, uh, that whole you're supposed to figure everything out. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yet. It's not a magical book that tells you how to be an adult. Exactly. Nope. You just kind of pretend that to be like the other adult you see around um. you and hope that's the best way to go forward. And <laughs> <make it easy. laughs> right. 
and then you panic like you have this pure internal panic whenever a little kid comes up to you or like a teenager comes up to you and asks you for advice and asks you if they can do something because you're the adult in the situation and you're panicking because you don't know what to do because you're like oh i am um, not I the qualified adult here i need to find a better <laughs> i need an adult here adult I need to find a more adult or adult. Oh, I didn't say the same time, Nick Nick. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely like the title really deceives you, honestly. It's a really great anime. I went into it thinking, oh, this is gonna be like Ornumo. This is fine with me, because I actually I remember you ranting and raving about how much you loved it too. That was kind of funny to listen to. Oremo is actually pretty enjoyable. Like I've seen it from start to finish. And I have to, I have things to say about the ending. I don't agree with the ending, but I think it's an enjoyable anime. It's an enjoyable ride. It's not like you can not condone what its messages are, but you could like it's like, a pretty really enjoyable ride. Scene. There's really good comedy in it. It has some good scene, heartwarming scenes about, you know, figuring out who you are, where you fit in, like, what your hobbies mean as part of your life. Like, if you love anime, you'll relate to it a lot. And it's it's pretty realistic about how kind of anime fans are treated in Japan and how she has to deal with looking acceptable to society while also, you know, secretly enjoying these hobbies and stuff. So... Even though there's that like brother sister love aspect to it, there's still a lot of good um themes and good scenes in it. So, and if you don't enjoy the ending of the anime, you can always watch or read uh the manga because the manga goes into like six different routes. Well, yeah, because there's also a visual game. So yeah, you can play that yeah. and like pick your waifu like personally i would have picked the sister's best friend because she's like the sister but she's not the sister same <laughs> same same so glad we're on the same page here because i have no idea what's happening anymore i don't like koroneko like she just kind of yeah she was too full-on anime fan at some points uh. I'll admit, I never really got towards it just because um, when I heard the words little sister, I was like, <laughs> My little sister can't be this cute. <laughs> I know that uh, my local favorite uh, <clears throat> hometown uh, manga publisher, Dark Horse, uh, published it. I used Ooh. to live right near their office. Um, I used to live next door to Blizzard, so that's cool. there's that. And then there's also My Hero Academia. That's it's not a trash anime. That's just like one of the genuinely good animes. <laughs> but Kara, you should watch it. It is so, so, you like the early parts of Naruto where they kind of were more world building and focusing on the characters than the actual action. If you like superheroes and if you like a very um, likable main character, you should watch this. I should so, give it a try. Yeah. You should. Yeah. It it's really good. Good. The frog girl um, is really cute, though. I just gotta as, say, I've seen pictures of her. She's cute. As my friends and I like to say, it it's Japan kind of looked at Western superheroes and were like, "Let's do it and well, do it I in mean, our Japan own little way." New. Japan has been doing that for a while. I mean, I mean, look at Ultimo. That was like Japan's collaboration with Stanley himself. Yeah, I mean, it's just I feel like this is also, like a good, enjoyable way. 
Speaking of Japan and superheroes, I am so excited for the Ninja Batman anime. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yeah. No. That's just as bad as the Japanese portion of Wolverine. No, no, Can no, I no. just forget ja- that? The please? Ninja Batman anime looks glorious. The designs are amazing. I mean, they have a pretty sick production team working on that, so... Well, okay, I can tell you right now, the OST and the animation are going to be, like, on point. I'm just kind of curious to see how the storyline plays out. Oh, listen, if they make the story as batshit crazy as possible, I'll enjoy it. Like, they already have Joker taking over Nobunaga Oda's role in the... uh, Warring States period, so fucking go all out. And the designs are so unique, you can still tell who people are, you know? Like, it's, I don't know, I think it looks incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not really that big of a fan of, like, I passively like Batman, but I'm not, like, super into him, and I think that this anime looks crazy. Fun. As long as they, they have do what they did to um, Marvel. Disc Warriors, I think it was called. Has anyone seen that except for me? No. <laughs> I've heard of it, but never really got the concept to. Ne- okay. Didn't like the appeal of the concept. I, I never. I only watched like one episode because I was really curious to see what I was even hearing about. And basically, they have like these little spinny toppy thingies, like, you know, and, um, Beyblade? No, not Beyblade. Yeah, Beyblade. Beyblade has a spinny toppy things, right? Yeah. Yes, they are the Beyblades. Okay. You let them so rip. They have like let the same rip. thing, except each little spinny toppy thingy is a different Marvel hero, and you can like just deploy the fight for you, kind of like Pokemon. Yeah. That sounds like it's just trying to sell toys. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's a toy anime. I'll just come back over here with my Yu Gi Oh brains. (laughs) Are you Kai watches? Yo, Yu Gi Oh, man. That. Man, that that new one sucks. It's time to duel. Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns is actually Which pretty interesting. Which one is the one where they're riding the motorcycles playing the 5Ds, that show is amazing. Do not insult that. <laughs> I'm not insulting it. I was just curious on because it just looks incredible. <laughs> it, it is randomly dark at times. <laughs> okay, I like this I like the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds more than the actual anime. Because the one the moment they put like magic into it, I was like this this lost all interest to me goodbye i'm like oh i was just waiting for them to put the magic i'm like man where is the ancient evil gonna come from this time south america all right let's do this (laughs) (laughs) there's also blend s i don't know if y'all have watched that one I'm basically an anime goat i will try basically any anime regardless of genre and just like if i'm really into it i'll finish it if I'm somewhat into it, I'll finish it someday. <laughs> so, 
I have a comment on that. That'll make McGill, Nikki, and Connor probably hate me. Okay. <clears throat> so, what? going off the logic of anime group stuff, I'm the same way. I'll, like, watch anything and see, like, two, three episodes, and I'll do a, a determination of whether I finish or not. Well, I've been trying my level best to watch My Hero Academia for, like, a month. I'll start episode get halfway through and lose interest and i don't understand why i don't have any interest in this anime given it's like everything i would like here's what i do put it put it on like in the background and just well, let it and just let it run you know glance over and then eventually it'll you know you'll probably get pulled in by something well, I'm I'm pulled in by the music. It does right take now. a bit of a. Uh, it does. The first take a season bit start. does not really get the ball rolling until they start going to the actual uh, UA school. I will give it that, but it does such a great job of building up the main hero mm -hmm. that I didn't mind it. But you it's... do have to endure those first few episodes. So I am corrected. The first two episodes are kind of bad. They're not bad. It's just pacing is very slow. They're slow, and there's more slow. dialogue than there is actual action. I fell asleep watching the first 10 minutes. <laughs> then I think that's more on you than the actual show itself, my friend. Like, I don't know. What How you can fall asleep to All Might is just beyond me. Yeah, he's pretty well, loud. I've a lot of things, though. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, also, while we're on the topic of things I don't like, well, like, I like My Hero Academia and the concept. I don't like Black Clover. Black Clover, I didn't really get into. Um... I tried. I gave it two episodes, and I was like, you know what? I can't. I'm sorry. I'm done. Bye. And there's not like one thing that it really did to make me dislike it. Mm -hmm. Except for the main hero was just really, 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 really annoying. <laughs> yeah, well, the 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 voice acting for that uh, apparently that was a conscious choice the creator wanted. Then uh, he specifically the asked for that. Consciously decided to not let me watch the anime because it's really bad. <laughs> and I can't watch it. Honestly, I have heard even that aside, the anime is. I've heard from some people like the manga a lot better. And the anime's mm, it's okay, but it's just, it. The reason I stopped watching it, I gave it like four episodes, and I was just like, "This is a little too generic shonen for me." And I already watched, I already watched one of my favorite big time blowout, wonderful uh, show uh, shonen shows. I watched Hunter Hunter and finished that, the 2011 series. Recently, I loved that. <clears throat> And so I'm like, well, I've seen that kind of quality. I want to seek out, like, really, really good stuff if I, if I want that kind of show. Yeah. Uh, but for, I also had Dragon Ball Super, so I was like, okay, that's a, a better idea for Sonin needs. Speaking of. Dragon Ball Super is live. Oh, man. That latest episode. Uh, Damn. Ooh, big Papa oh, Tapo, oh, come oh. grab me, please. Oh, man. Do you really he want to grab you? Oh man, yeah. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it yet. 
Tapa went from I'll have your daughter home by seven to she calls me daddy too. Oh my god. Uh he mopped the freaking floor with Frieza and then picked him up by the dome and tossed him like a frisbee. Yeah. That was so good. It like, was pretty badass. It kind of made up for the the pacing there there's been pacing issues i mean yeah when they said it was a tournament i'm like oh okay this is gonna be nice you know we'll see head to head and they're like it's a giant battle royal i'm like man there's gonna be some episodes that are gonna suck oh i mean they don't suck i i can't say even one episode Mm, the one where they were fighting the little guy like the very 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 tiny tiny guy that kind of sucked that one was bad uh, some no people that were focusing on Universe 2 were also kind of, eh. I have no idea because I've only watched, like, the first two episodes of Dragon Ball Super. Just watch the baseball episode and you'll be set, Kara. <laughs> That's all it needs to watch to really like it. Uh, but 17 is my MVP of this arc because, man, he has been awesome. Yeah, he has. I love that they've been showcasing him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, the Cell arc was my favorite. And it's cool to see. Uh, it's cool to see him really. I also really like his design too. Park Ranger. So even though I don't really watch Dragon Ball anymore, I really enjoyed the, that they came out with, and I saw both in theaters. Oh yeah. Um, and then the uh, F and uh, Battle of Gods. Both and then I think the next movie is supposed to come out later this year as well. Watching those movies, you could honestly skip quite a bit of Super. Yeah, you can honestly just get to the uh... the current fight, and you're good. Nothing in Valleywood's lost. <laughs> I like the I like the Goku Black stuff. That was up and down as well. Okay, the Goku Black stuff was good at parts, but then it dragged on quite a bit longer than it should have. And the end of it was a bit of a letdown. Like they they didn't have to go back to the future. 10 different times before coming back and realizing, okay, we gotta do this. Like, that that was just a waste for me. Uh, yeah, like... That Ultra Instinct, though. Hey, Nick, are you still alive? <laughs> hey, this is what we felt like when y'all were talking about uh, the other thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but y'all also did this. That's because JoJo's. the power of JoJo's is a wonderful thing. It has something for everybody, though. It does. It isn't just muscly dudes punching each other, or posing, or wearing spandex. There really is a lot. Or, or not wearing anything at all sometimes. True fact. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so um, is there any other anime watching, or just kind of two? Because um, I'm looking forward to Violet Evergarden. Like, I've been hyped for that show since, like, last year. And the animation looks incredible. It's a Kyoto animation. So, yeah, you are going to get some really good visuals. And the story just looks really, really interesting and touching. And I I really can't wait. Like, I was so jealous of all the anime expo people who got to see the first couple episodes as kind of a preview. Um because I really want to watch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, I think it comes out on Netflix. It's a Netflix exclusive um, in spring of 2018. So I'm def- that's definitely on my watch list. I'm definitely going to be on that every week. Uh, Fully Coolie seasons 
season two is supposed to be coming out later this year. Production IG animation, the pillows doing the music. I'm all hyped and I cannot freaking wait to see what they go where they go with this one. Cool. I can get behind it. I still need to see Fully Cooly season one. Yes, everybody you know, just just stare in shock at me. <laughs> Everyone point fingers at her. It's okay. I didn't like Fooly Cooly, so like at Brothers. least you're not. The Boy, I never, I never watched all of it. it does not I never away. finished it. It does not led away. Dead meme is dead. It's okay. I can just ban everyone to the shadow <laughs> uh, realm. I'll be happy. Wait, there's a shadow realm. Oh fuck, there is. <laughs> Christ. So, for those who don't know, um, we have a we have a Discord channel that we record on and there is there's a voice channel that people can go into called the shadow realm and it's locked but you you have to be moved in there by an admin and nikki was just moved in there just now and now she's back so welcome back nikki yeah riz (laughs) threw me in there (laughs) it's okay the first person i ever banished to the shadow realm was riz so (laughs) yep uh, we are such weebs. But anyways, I think we have been talking for quite a while yep. about just anime in general, stuff we've been watching. Well, and hey, at been... least we got a lot of content. <laughs> I know, right? It's It's <laughs> been real fun. I actually really enjoyed this, and I feel yeah. like we should do this more often. Absolutely. Just chill and just yeah. talk about anime. Well, this is Anime Declared. Signing off. Have a good night. Have a good morning. Whenever you're listening to this. And we will see you in the next podcast. Bye.